Hello, buddies. Hello. Hello. Uh, welcome back to episode two of our Pathfinder mini series here. Uh, I am joined by Jen and Eric. Hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that wasn't an awkward greeting at all. Uh, picking up where. <laughs> picking up where we left off. Um, we entered the humble town of Greenroot, thanks to Mercy's rampage running, uh, where we met all sorts of different folk around here. Um, we met a mushroom man, we met a dandelion man, uh, we met an old tree bartender. Sutzer. Sutzer. Suzer. Suze. There was a just a plethora of any sort of awoken nature type being uh, presenting themselves in humanoid form. Uh, upon further uh, inspection of the town, uh, you realized, uh, first of all, the leader of the local guard has been jailed. Uh, sadly and unfortunately, we now know framed uh, for a robbery uh, that Melton, this mushroom man, um, had his arcane dust stolen. He's kind of like a disenchanter of sorts. And <laughs> with Eric growling at me, we came to realize the nice little southern bell innkeeper Sue's uh, being disguised away from her hag form uh, being the actual cause of this thievery. Oh, shit. Weren't we going to start fighting her? Uh, no, she let you go. Oh. Uh, she, reason being, uh, once she was exposed, as was the rest of the inn, that the uh, larger vats of soup were actually overflowing with maggots, worms, cauldrons, etc., Spider webs all over the illusory customers faded away as her form was revealed. A threatened to end Mercy's life uh, did not come to fruition as Felix did come to terms with laughing Lydia to cast simply one spell. That's all she wanted was a little bit of magic. Turning Felix's adorable, big-eared rabbit form into that of a mangly sewer rat. She released her grasp on Mercy. Are you shorter now? That's up to Felix. No, I'm keeping my height. You... <laughs> Uh, join back together in the center in the middle of this inn with no laughing Lydia in sight. The two of you, what would you like to do? Picking back up. Should we search around to see if we can find the missing <clears throat> magic items or magic ma Was it the magic powder or magic items? I can't remember. Uh, it was magic powder. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we, we are around like later afternoon, I would say like four or five o'clock or so. You know, the once welcoming, beautiful inn exposed for what it really is now. You know, she there's... was a hag, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Spider webs, broken glass. It's an unpleasant sight. Yeah. 
But there is, you know, the entire space of the inn, the upstairs. If you guys want to explore it, you could, or you could just ditch and... That was a good session, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Sassy. No, yeah, I want to search the place for the... Okay, where things. do you want to start your search? Because you're on, you know, the main story. There's the upper level, there's the kitchen. Let's do upper story. Okay, so, Mercy, you go upstairs. Do you want to give a sweep through the lower? Sure. Okay, so you're specifically looking for the arcane dust? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we'll do uh, arcana for you because you're trying to look for something magical. You just want to take a good scan around. We'll call that perception. I'm learning people. I'm using perception for what it is. I don't know if this is what actually my arcana because I just wrote in a random number because I couldn't tell. I couldn't really tell. Oh it looked it looked like a three. I, so... I, that that might be right because I'm guessing Mercy not being much of a spellcaster wouldn't be what is it trained expert or master in it. So three might be right. Okay, then uh, twenty one. Okay, twenty seven. Yeah, still didn't used to this. Okay, it's just it's constantly big numbers. If any of you Pathfinder GMs can. Help me out with a tip here on how to get used to hearing these big-ass numbers constantly. Please let me know. My calculator's never been used so much. Yeah, right? Okay, uh, so uh, Felix, you had the higher roll, so we'll start with you and then we'll get to Mercy. So, uh, Felix, taking a look over uh, the first level, you know, there's the obvious, you know, it isn't uh, hidden in plain sight. It's obvious to you. Mercy ate worms. Yeah. I, I don't know how to word that another way. What was the soup is worms and maggots. What was bowls are, you know, cast iron, evil witch cauldrons. What you do now see, when you were previously in here before all of this illusion in disguise, right? When all of that was up, now that it is gone, you see the chef. The one responsible for making all these soups is the only one that remains. He remains because what looked like a simple elf making soup, you now see before you a 15-foot ghoul. He still has his chef apron on. He has, you know, like that uh, <laughs> that white fluffy hat. That big, like, yeah, tall. I, I don't know how to describe the chef hat. It's that, like from Ratatouille. Know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's got a, a, a ring of keys on his side. There's, like, bits of flesh torn off his face. And you see he notices you, looks to his apron, and pulls out a wooden spoon. Grr. Out of being kind, I accept the wooden spoon. Grr. <laughs> you... you Think he's asking you if you're hungry? No, I, I, I'm good there. Points the wooden spoon to all the worms. No. Thank you. Walks right back over and just like, like a chef, like checking how something, how hot something is, if it's boiling over. It's looking at the. <laughs> As you see him just stomach down a handful of worms, is there anything you would like to say? Anything you'd like to talk to with this big ghoul man? It's disgusting. 
close am I to a cauldron? You're going to throw up in it? Uh, 15 feet? Th- they're not far away. You know, it's a mm-hmm. pretty open concept type space. I go to the nearest cauldron and I puke and my guts y- over. <laughs> you just vomit? Okay. As, as you're vomiting... We go to Mercy with your Arcana check. I just hear yep. downstairs, yep. Uh, which was it was it was above twenty, which isn't horrible. I'm guessing for Pathfinder. I'm just in general above twenty seems fine. Um, uh, with that, I can give you the the one that stands out, maybe the most. Um, it just definitely catches your attention that there's. There's, as you're going upstairs, there's a total of three or four chambers that are actually standing out. It seems like what was, like, all of those bedrooms and what would have been, like, a dozen to twenty places for people to sleep shrank all the way down to four. That that entire area just became blank, torn, beaten down, spiderwebbed wall. That pretty much all that remains is these main four chambers and uh the first one on the right actually seems to be uh a jar it seems to actually still be a little bit open can i check it yeah check the room check the door can we specify by it the jar the, the door is ajar, like it's open. Oh, I thought you meant there was a jar. Oh Sorry. My. <laughs> I, yeah. You're no, that, that's the name of the episode, The Jar. You're not the only one that thought that. My bad. Uh, that was a quick title, The Jar. I want to check, though, if there's any, like, traps to it before okay. I, like, yeah. try to, like, opening it. Yeah, the, that'll be a perception check. <laughs> um. Is that a laughter of a poor roll? Fifteen? Fifteen. That is a laughter of a poor roll. You get so distracted by hearing a grrr and immediate rat vomiting that as you're like, you know, you're, you're about to squat down, you know, just like take a peek inside, maybe like get a few fingers inside the door to see if you can feel anything, any wires or anything like that. As you hear Felix begin to vomit, you lose your balance and just face plant inside. <laughs> Not triggering a trap of any kind. My bad. Uh, now that you're done puking, you heard upstairs a pretty loud, pretty hefty bludgeoning impact. I'm good. I yelled down. <laughs> okay. 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 What's around me? Uh, looking around where you're in, um, to the right side is a bookshelf just completely filled, just littered with all sorts of occultism, alchemy, herbalism, ingredients, formulas... You know, just about anything that a witch a had would want to use to create potions, vials, that type of thing. Uh, surrounding that are proper, you know, actual shelving units with shrunken heads in them, uh, pickled eyes, uh, live spiders. Uh, there seems to be, like, Nickelodeon slime in a glass container. Um, various types. Some are just, like, small bird skulls other are as large as a lion skull that they seem to be going by size of the animal just bare animal skulls there's vials of blood 
You seem to have found her uh, components chamber. Did you say vials of blood? Mm -hmm. Can I take some of them? Sure. How many do I take? Of course. Why? Six. <laughs> wow. Instead of a D4, I was like, I'll be nice and roll a D6. I rolled a six. So, if I'm doing this right. Yeah, yeah, what would you like to do, Felix? It's going to be an occultism yep. check. Yeah, occultism check, sure. I want to see if I recall and this ghoul. Yeah. Can you call anything that would give a hint as to what laughing Lydia is freaking doing? Yeah, you, you can do occultism or arcana, whichever one you would like. I'm, I'm honestly fine with either. Mm. You know what, we'll go with an you know, they, they both make sense. They both apply here. You know, if this was more of, like, pure arcane magic, like trying to tell what spell somebody just casted. We should buy more goldfish. We could buy more goldfish. 29. 29. Um, you're... Especially the way Felix is now, you're even more versed, you're even more trained in magic. You, in this time, especially being repowered, you know, saving your deity, which is what we're going to say is your deity, because we don't know what we're going to rename them to yet. So that's what I'm going to call them. Um, uh, you know, slaying that dragon, saving him. This new sense of empowerment has filled you with way more magic than you thought that <laughs> than you thought was possible. Um, and the the thing that catches your attention the most was, and you swear you just saw it out of your peripheral vision that uh, she obviously let go of Mercy. She had to leave out the front door. You would have seen or heard her go upstairs. You swear for a moment that door wasn't solid anymore, that that door wasn't wood, that instead it became more of a arcane passage familiar to a spell that you cast that involves creating a magical door to teleport a very far distance away. Oh. Goldfish? I'm good. But it seemed like she had only a few spare quick moments did not want to chance did not want to risk any of her luck and ditched immediately is it still called by that name yeah yeah okay I just yeah didn't you actually wanna... have it yeah no i just didn't want to say yep yep i got you so use dimension door i'm going to carefully go to where mm -hmm. i think i saw it yeah Examine to see if it's still active, but has like a cloak or something. Yeah, yeah we can do another arcana on that. 25. 25. Um, it definitely isn't still active because it's an instantaneous spell. You know, you've only done it a couple of times, but then you start to remember, ah, you know, you try and do like the open, close, open, close. Why isn't it working? And then you're like, wait, it, it just happens right away. And then once it shuts, it's shut. You know, that's the great part mm -hmm. of it, especially for Felix. You know, if you're jailed or something, 
you can pop it, door closes, it's untraceable. Um, as you're checking it over, you do feel a pretty hefty presence upstairs. It's not where Mercy was, it's further. But that same kind of aura of mass magic, it's, it's above you, it's close. It's not her, but there's something. I stealthily go upstairs. Sure. How about you make a stealth check? Mercy, make a perception check. Can I go check the other room too? Mm -hmm. I'm using a George Bond. Sure. Much better. Much better. Yeah. 26. I think Eric is in the same boat. <laughs> 26. You both had a 26. So, um... And the teacher said I wouldn't use a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Eric. That was pure gold. Um, so, Mercy, as you're uh, exiting... Uh, actually, and what I can give you is, if you don't mind and you have an eraser on you, I can do you one better. What if we change that to three blood vials, and with the remaining three, because I gave you six, they're it, it, easily mistaken, red vial, glass, um, as you're exiting, going to the next chamber, you do realize that three of those vials of blood are not vials of blood, but are healing potions. Oh, shit. Uh, two lesser healing potions, which in this game is different. So these two lesser healing potions do 2d8 plus 5. 2d8. 2d8 plus 5, okay. Yeah, so that's the two lesser, and then, you know, you still need one more for it to equal 6. There's one moderate, which is 3d8 plus 10. A lot more healing out of these. Okay, than... I'm really stupid right now. Okay. I rolled d5. <laughs> Oh my I, god. I, 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 <laughs> what was it again? Nope, there ain't one of them. There's I a, know. <laughs> there's a two, the two lessers. Yes. Are 2d8 plus five. Okay. And the one moderate is 3d8 plus ten. Okay, I got it right this time. Okay. And you since, said that's moderate? Yes. And since you guys had matching DCs here, um... Mercy, as you're twisting the doorknob to go across the hall, you don't even hear Felix. Because th th that was a decent stealth check. That was decent. It's not that he did anything wrong. You know, you were scaling along the walls, you know, like... Uh, are, are they young cats or are they kittens when they can literally climb up the kittens? walls, kind of? Kittens. Yeah. You go full Spider-Man going across it. You Mission Impossible, the ceiling. And Mercy, it's not that you see him. It's not that he even made a sound. You can just smell sewer rat. <laughs> oh, man, it smells gross up here. And oh. Felix just kind of drops from the <laughs> ceiling at you saying that. Spider rat, spider rat. You're the one that smells. You need a bath. I lunge at her face. No! <laughs> As you enter the chamber, opening it, uh, both of you see a kind of weird spectacle in front of you. Um, 
this is maybe just the size of like a walk-in closet. This is a small chamber, like 10 by 10. Uh, and you see dead center in the middle of it is one of the uh, alchemist-type tables from Skyrim. You know, four legs, wooden legs, but the top is like a slab of cracked stone. There seems to be engraved, as it kind of curls in above itself, there seems to be these like engraved green swirling orbs. And in the center of it, there is this glass sphere, just cloudy. I want it. <laughs> um, can I just approach it first and just see if I sure. see anything? See if you see anything. Be more specific <laughs> on what kind of skill check you Oh my like. god, my brain is just... I'm going to do an arcana check on that entire You can table. make your arcana check. No, I'm just going to approach it. In the meantime, Mercy, your eyes are open so you can see. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I didn't know they were. <laughs> what did you want me to do? I don't know anymore. See if I can see anything. No, I mean, like, like, the orb... If, like, there's, like, um... Don't it, mind me. An image or anything that I can see. It is a cloudy... I think you need an M&M for brain <laughs> Thank powers. You. Okay, so how about Mercy, as you contemplate the fact that you have vision... <laughs> I thought um, I was blind. <laughs> Felix, what was that arcana check for me, buddy? 32! Woo! 32! Okay, so Fallen, I can just tell you what you're looking at, which is nice. Sometimes I do like to do this and not be a full oh. fucking dick. <laughs> Um, so, uh, what this thing is, it, it's, it's fucking weird, right? Like, this is very Dark Ages, original magic type stuff. Um, after some contemplation, you know, you, you kind of, like, try to whittle around the legs. You know, you're looking for a hidden button or a lever or something, like, maybe it's not working. You know, like, this thing is fully functional, and... Once you realize what it is and Mercy's struggles, um, you feel you feel safe enough to show her what it does and to <laughs> verify your own theory. Uh, you just bring out your you know your little dagger. You just cut your palm. We'll call it just one hit point. Trust me, it'll be fine. Uh, Felix scratches off one hit point, and you see he. Uh, openly is dripping blood into the two orbs, you know, that are far back. And you see that clouded sphere um, turn into almost like a first-person camera of what Felix is looking at and seeing around the room. Oh, shit. You found a scrying table. That should you possess either enough blood or enough of a valuable possession, locks of hair, a family heirloom... And be able to essentially give a sacrifice to each individual orb, you essentially get a camera view of what the recipient is seeing. See, Felix walks out into the hall, and Mercy, as you're staring at it, yeah, that's the hall. Felix's head looks up at the ceiling. Mercy, you see in the orb, yeah, that's looking up at the ceiling. It's like you have a spy cam right here at all times. But you imagine if you're trying to find where an enemy is, should you have something of theirs or so on, that this thing could 
be a pretty good scouting device. Clean off your blood off there quick. It's in the orb, right? Oh, it got absorbed into it? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to uncap one of the blood vials and just, like, do, like, a drop or two on each of them. Sure. So, you, you know, after a few minutes of kind of fucking with this thing, you know, Felix unbuckles his belt, looks down, and you see a little rabbit wiener. Oh, my God! Oh, rat. Not rabbit. Rat. I'm sorry. I'm what so do you used mean to it. A... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You see a... <laughs> A third arm extend out from his groin. <laughs> and you, you you drop these couple of vials in, and at first it's just dark. It's just black. It's like it isn't working. And you see, it, it's only for a moment, and it's because I'll allow it, even though you're only supposed to see from the recipient's, you know, eagle eye point of view. Uh, almost like a zoom out camera type effect of a grave. Oh, this is likely one of Libya's victims, and yeah. she was making a collection. Yeah, hmm. I thought for a second it might have been like the mushrooms' blood. Oh, melting! <laughs> yeah, and just like to see if he, if she like tracked him to see how his everyday life, so she could like sneak in or like do something tricky. I just want. To I mean, you, you have a couple more. It's if you want to burn all these blood vials. <laughs> no. Okay. Um. Hmm. Gonna take both of them. I mean, from. From taking a glance at the table, it does kind of, like this one, it does kind of collapse, and you could just like take it with you. Like a portable one? Yeah. Yeah, it. yeah cool. you can take it with you if you want. Yeah, just, uh, whatever you use for your, your inventory, just add scrying table to it. Or, if you want to give it to Mercy, it's kind of heavy, and you're kind of not... Yeah. Okay. Mercy, add scrying table. Okay. I just remembered, I think your strength is like negative one. <laughs> Okay. We'll give it to Mercy. <laughs> How do you spell string? Uh, S-C-R-Y-I-N-G. Holy shit, I spelled it right. Yeah. No, I just thought, like... Like, if it was, like, a briefcase, you know, like, that would be... But then I... Wait, this thing is, like, heavy old cobblestone, like, little... Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like Spongebob working out. <laughs> yeah, it would be that. Right, uh, so you do have a couple chambers left. You can stay, you can go. I'm gonna keep looking. Okay, uh, make me a perception check. <clears throat> 29. 29. Yeah, this is easy enough. Um, so there are only two left, left and right side. So, you know, you did like the front right, front left. Now you have the back right, the back left. Uh, the back right. Um, very simple, uh, because with a 29, you do not feel compelled in any way to even touch the doorknob. You see a sign on the top of the doorframe that reads Mimic Chamber. No! Felix being, and Eric both being familiar with Mimics. These are creatures disguised as everyday objects that 
eat, swallow, consume, bite, and de destroy you. This being read as mimic chamber. All I have a the, pet mimic. All the possibilities run through your head of the various ways that you could die. So before you even reach for the doorknob, you're like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I know better. You turn around, uh, you reach for the doorknob in the, uh, you know, across the hall, the very last chamber, and uh, it's locked. Want me to get in? <laughs> That's one way. Or you can try to, like, block picking it, but... Now nah, we'll use the muscle. No way. Sure. <laughs> Make a... Is athletics? Athletics is here. Let's go with an athletics check. Didn't I have, like, some perk that, like, allows me, like, not to get... Sure. We can say you can roll with fortune. So take two d20s and take the highest. I'm fine with that. Mercy can have fortune on this check. And what was I... Athletics. Math. Oh my god, so many calculators! We need one of like the giant college ones just like leaning against my screen. <laughs> 29? 29. Um, so, Felix, you see Mercy prepare like a yeah. bull. You know, she even does like a little like foot swipe. And as she's within inches of the door, you remember. That ghoul had a key ring. <laughs> the door <laughs> splinters into dozens of pieces. You got open! <laughs> Thanks. Where you, you you realize this was totally unnecessary, but you still got in. <laughs> and this was the fun way. Yeah, the, the, exactly. And Mercy, since you barged in, uh, what you see is... Woven baskets, little teacups, any small container possible of arcane dust. Oh, shit. Of Melton's arcane dust. We found it. This seems to be her locked stash that you have found. Um, you also see this, like, crooked, black, like, handheld length of wood that seems to have like some sort of like neon green on it um as well as and as felix scurries is that what you do you don't hop now you scurry <laughs> inside scurry um, walks yeah. yeah you see uh his eyes kind of light up at um not a familiar one but another one of these prismatic rainbowy rocks Yeah, uh, pick it up and... Yeah, because, you know, you, you've dealt with these before. You kind of have a hang on how these work. Um, so, first of all, as you're walking up to this one, this one is much brighter. It's much more colorful. It's not as dull as the previous one. Um, that's when the puzzle pieces start coming together in Felix's mind of... This one is still active. You know, the, the one that Felix had was already used. Mm -hmm. This one is active. So you just kind of, you know, you, you take a look at it, kind of toss it up and down, and uh, in one of the tosses, you see an engraving on the back side of it. Uh, you see initials, the initials D-D. Uh, you imagine going unused, the owner's initials still remain, even if it were to be stolen. 
I can only think of like Dandelion Dan. DD. <laughs> DD. <laughs> yeah, Dandelion Dan, the one in jail. Wrongfully jailed. Uh huh. For you should get him out. Arcane dust that he did not steal. Think so. There we go. Should we return the dust first, then free him, or should we free him, then return dust? You would imagine you would need proof first. You know, That's what I'm something. saying. Return the arcane dust first. Okay. And then go see Dandelion Dan. Just call him Dan. Last time I got yelled at for calling Dandelion Dan. I, I yell at the top of my lungs, yeah. Dandelion Dan. Yeah. There are. Uh... And then I immediately start going, Spider Rat. Oh my god. There, there are a couple more things here, uh, which I can hand out individually. Uh, the first one, I actually have to leave for a moment, so talk amongst yourselves. I'm full. I got a little full on goldfish. <laughs> you want goldfish? <laughs> I'm good. I'm going to steal one more M&M. You can have them. Or two. Oh, I accidentally grabbed three. Okay. I guess I gotta eat. <laughs> Those are formed. Look at that. It is weird. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about the zombie titties. <laughs> Think about it. You're you're running away from a runner. You look back. She gets knocked out from a titty. Or... Like, she's got those saggy titties that are just, like, empty. They're just, like, flab of skin. They're, like, going wild in the air. <laughs> I just see them. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, just titties just going up in the air. Jesus. <laughs> now that makes me wonder if someone who has big tatas gets turned into a zombie. Because they're normally really skinny. It's... Do they go from woof? Meep. Well, in video games, you see them all the same shape, but in, the, like, The Last of Us show, there's, like, obviously different people. In real life, there's different people. There's going to be a big titty woman coming out sometime. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just realized that was not paused. Oh, nope. my God! No, no. I told you guys, just talk amongst yourselves, so this is all on record. <laughs> For those of you that, um... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just a random thought came through my mind when I was thinking of about The Last of Us, the game, and the show. I thought about how a woman with big titties would turn into a zombie, <laughs> and her titties would just go, like, <laughs> knocking the shit out of themselves because they just go, like, running wild. <laughs> how has this happened to my Pathfinder section? <laughs> I've just been going through my mind lately, and that's like the biggest We've thing. It's been like hours, honey. That's been in my mind. <laughs> if we may, we continue. I don't know. Are we? <laughs> First of all, uh, Jen. Well, yes. With my sneaky ways, I would like you to pull up your Gmail. Oh yeah. <laughs> and secondly, Felix, um, I'll let you look at that and soak it in for a moment. Um, Felix. Yes? As you're about to leave the chamber, you swear for a moment you hear a whisper. You look at Mercy. She's not talking. 
and he would just swear over and over to any people I hear. And it's almost like it's echoing. <laughs> yeah. <Ass eater. laughs> yeah. I didn't feel like naming yeah. that stuff. Um, <laughs> Mercy will enlighten you, what is so funny in a moment. Um, and you begin to notice this calling out to you gets louder the closer you get to this swirling black length of wood that Mercy looked at earlier. It's up to you if you'd like to examine it, if you'd like to pick it up. You're horrible, because now instead of zombies, I'm thinking of, like, sea creatures just, like, going after your Yum, yum. Look at that booty. Jen's broken. Go and look at this <laughs> swirling black piece of wood. So it is a. Uh, I'm sorry. I've had you roll so many arcana checks. I'm gonna just give you it. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what this is? This is a wand. Um, it's not how you would imagine one to look, though. You know, you've seen them in shops before. You've seen a couple. You know, you imagine you know a proper Harry Potter. The thing is. It's, kind of crooked uh the wood of it itself is like i said like a swirling black almost like a fingerprint and uh you you said you're holding on to it you're taking a look at it um you see in a bright neon green engraved across the base of it the name felix uso it seems as if now that it has a wielder um, it has plain view Oh, cool. We're really far away from the floating islands. What Mercy found was a map. Okay. Now... <laughs> the sea's called Ass Eater. <laughs> I, I literally made a map for a five-session miniseries. Mm. I got tired by the time I got to the end of it. Everything else is properly named. It's just the bodies of water. Yeah. <laughs> so you have this wand in your possession, Felix. You Are you good? Yes, I'm good. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Hey, I'm not feeling sick, uh -huh. so I'm good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You're not nauseated or anything. Just a popcorn. Uh, so, uh, Mercy, <laughs> Mercy, what you notice um, about this map? You know, Felix got the super cool wand. You know, Someone gave me fire! <laughs> oh my god. You, know, you, you have the scrying table now. Um, the couple of noteworthy things is... Uh, it's pretty obvious where you are. Mm -hmm. You're in Green Root. You do notice that this area of sludge... That seems to be mm. circled with hyphens, with dash marks. Going mm. from it to... <clears throat> The floating island with an X on it. Oh. That doesn't look very good. It seems as if Mercy has revealed the location of her dimension door. Hmm. Oh. I guess we gotta go fix that problem. Yeah. Well, we have a map now. That you, is a good thing. You see Felix just... Like doing a flourishing in the air. Oh Super God. cool wand. 
I mean, it, 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 it does have a lot of bonuses to it, honestly. Uh, spell with it. This, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's it, not a one-time use. No, no. That That's... <laughs> as long as you want it, you get all of those plus ones. Yeah. You get all of those plus ones to everything labeled. So, with your map... With your scrying table and your wand. What are we looking to do? <clears throat> I think we should just head towards there. Like, we'll return the powder, get Dan out. Re-equipped if we need anything, and then just head out. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, Maybe and, find a horse. Yeah, and it, it has taken some time, you know, going through all the searches. I know... Hey, great. We got through the yin in like half an hour. In-game, it, it takes a while to go through all this investigating, all of this, you know, strategizing, planning, opening doors, all that type of stuff. That we were looking at 4 or 5 o'clock or so. Now we're getting closer to 6, almost sundown-ish. I mean, if you guys do want to ride through the night and take exhaustion and whatnot, you can. But you can also just stay in town. This was supposed to be an inn. <laughs> It was. it was. Yeah, you imagine there's other places yeah. to find bedding for the evening. I'm going to go back across to the bar. Yep. And uh, do I still have my uh, instrument? Instrument. Well, that's what we'll call it. Instrument. Um, I swear it has like daily uses or daily charges or something, but we'll say yeah because I'm in charge. Well, that was under the yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm know. saying since I'm in charge. I can't just say, no, it's gone. So, yeah, yeah, you still have it, and um, you, I imagine, Mercy, you just want to take, like, a sample, like, one of, like, the Bastets or something, to who? Well, um, isn't, what was his name again, the mushroom dude? Melton? Melton? Yes, Melton is supposed to be at the bar, waiting for us. You blew his mind. Oh, right. You were in his house. If you guys want to go to Melton's, you can. <clears throat> Head to the bar, pull up a booth, and sure. have a drink, and probably pack, spend the night. Sure. Do you want to like return in the morning? We're we gonna let Dan just sit in jail for another night. I mean, we should probably have a plan just in case. I could just go on my own. I'm fine. Just going back to Melton and giving him the stuff. Tell him what we found. If you want. Sure, I'll do that. I'll meet you back at the bar. Okay. I'm going to head towards... Okay, do you want to do that right away or at the bar? She's going on her own. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we can do that right away. Okay. Okay, so you take, uh, you know, just like a sample of it, you know, just proof that you have it. Um, You know, just w one of the baskets, one of the containers of arcane dust. Who are you taking it to? Melton. Oh, okay, so you're just going back to Melton's yeah. house. Felix kind of we'll just... We'll probably go back tomorrow because you wanted to know... How he did everything. Yes. Yeah, so you just kind of, you know, make your way, veering to the left. Mercy continues on towards Melton's house, and do you, because I have to ask, it's Mercy, do you knock on the door? Do you just go inside? I knock. Okay, so with a... What? Uh, we found your stuff. Who is this? Mercy? The person. Oh, right. Yeah. Can I come in? 
I don't know. Can you? May I? You may. Thank you. That <laughs> <laughs> look on Eric's face. <clears throat> and, you, know, you enter to his little mushroom abode, and he immediately why? Is there? Is that it? Uh, I had a lot more. Oh no, the rest is back at um, Susie. Susie's. Why is it in Susie's? Uh, because she's the one that stole it. She was. She's, she's she, like super sweet. She, she was a hag the whole time. I'll just explain like everything that what happened in the simplest terms possible. <laughs> yep, I was gonna say I'll take a George dice for that. That was only a ten, so yeah, yeah, he's got it. Okay. Well, and I can't carry it all, so I brought you back what I could. You know, I always thought something was up with her. Did no one ever question? I mean, she's been here for like ever. You know, it was like that was here first, and then we built the town around it, so. No one just thought it was weird that she had just a random inn in the middle of the forest that. Well, I mean, we didn't want to die. Okay, Put yep. a roof over our head <laughs> and kept monsters out. Monsters are fucking scary, well, man. here's your stuff. I'm going to go back to Felix. Okay. Have you talked to the rooks? Are they good? Um, No. I haven't talked to them yet. I gotta go through that. But, shit well, I mean, they got free Dan. Well, yeah, that's Dan what, didn't do it. I know. So you got. That's what I just said. I gotta go talk to him. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll be here. And you see, he just like reaches into a bucket and it's on cookies, crumbs all over his big bulging belly. <sighs> okay, we'll be back tomorrow. Sounds good. I will go find. The four fingered wave. Uh, actually, I'll go right up to. Dan, to see if there's any of the rooks mm -hmm. around. Okay, so do you, do you want to do a performance check? Just see how good you're playing? Why not? Who, who knows? You can make some money. Better? <laughs> Felix pulls 30. out Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh... You are immediately welcomed uh, back in. Now, this being your second time around, you know, you're kind of more used to the establishment. And as, as you're looking around and, you know, it's like I said, it's getting, you know, towards sunset that the, uh, you know, the sun is setting. It, it's not dark by any means. It's, it's getting there, though. And you can see uh, fireflies begin, yeah, making their way in, you know, giving off their nice orangish yellow glow. And that's where you can see it's way up high because, you know, this is a tree bartender. Um, you see a nice little sign reading the Mud Hut that you now know the proper name of the bar. Uh, mostly because Felix Tiny thing very high up. <clears throat> that thanks to the fireflies illuminating everything and this being your second time around. Um, a bit more established, welcomed even, you know. Uh, hugs immediately, you know, waves his branch at you, you know, a few people pat you on the back, they begin, like, clearing away for you, and especially with a 30, um, mm -hmm. let's throw some gold on that right away before I forget. Uh, let's call, oh man, I rolled bad! I'm sorry. Uh, 3 plus 7. It's something. You suck. <laughs> I mean, that was a uh, that was a solid performance check. It's just I rolled like balls. Didn't oh. you use the air face? 
One of them was, and it rolled me a one on my d4. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. And uh, Felix, as you are playing, we are going to take our break really quick, so we will see you all in just a moment. And welcome back. Woohoo! So, Felix, we pick up with your uh, mystical performance. Um, do, you, do you want me to throw a narrative on it, or is there a certain tune you want to play? Soothing, relaxing. Yeah, that, yeah. That, I, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't call it melancholy, but this is more of like your lo-fi type, you know, with the sun setting, mm -hmm. everyone kind of settling in. Um, you see, you know, there are so many elves just kind of like swaying their heads, eyes closed, just enjoying themselves. And uh, you also see um, to the uh, sides of the mud hut, um, because, you know, it, it has plenty of like northern interior it's as you enter how it's just kind of like an open tent um, that you see hugs just kind of wiggle around one of the branches and you see one of the doors open and simultaneously engraved on a nameplate on the door is Felix and Mercy that it seems like uh, housing has been provided via your performance that Aww. is essentially... Uh, for you bringing in customers, getting people to stay longer than they should, that uh, you a, a door has been opened to you, um, bedding, housing for the evening is taken care of um, with a big barky, you know, it's like the George Washington wooden teeth smile. <laughs> oh my. And uh, Mercy approaches. I'm going to head up to Dan. Do you want to come with me? Yeah, we're going to keep these people company you know. sounds good i'm gonna start heading over to Dan. okay so are you playing along the way or are you staying put i'm staying put okay so you uh mercy go up one of the throw ladders you make mm -hmm. your way up you know you get to the kind of like bamboo chamber and uh you, you actually see dan right away because he's like to the what would be like the northwestern corner of it trying to like look down because you can hear felix playing mm -hmm. that he's like interested in the music oh yeah uh, what's up uh rock chick uh we're getting you out of here we found the culprit i i told you it wasn't me okay uh where are the guards rooks rooks well i mean the the guards they look just like me they're fellow dandelions uh the rooks Yes, uh, the, you might need, like, uh, a telescope or something, uh, handheld, preferably, because they're about that big. How the fuck did they get you in here, then? They're pixies. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, they should be, they're all along the tree canopies. <laughs> the bad people are the fucking pixies? <laughs> Don't okay. you laugh! But yes, yes they are. <laughs> I, I love how Eric is just like, oh no, <laughs> what did you do? Like without saying a word, I could just like feel the thoughts of George. <laughs> I'm just going to call out to so them. I'm, assume, just, I'm just, assuming you're new. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, they, it seems as if uh, due to their size... The higher up that they can be, the better they feel, the more their ego is boosted. That if they are 
looking down at us from above seems to <laughs> yes, yes, they're very small, but they're also very magical and very dangerous. Yeah, that's very true. That's kind of their uh, their gib. You, you know what I mean? They look like these magic little things that will leave a silver piece under your pillow if you lose a tooth. But, but they're actually assholes. Yes. You see, contemplated like a nice way to figure it out for a moment, but yes. Um, usually they're around... One of these three, so I would say just go up there and take a really close look. Okay, I'm going to go up there and attempt to... Okay, so let's do... Um, <clears throat> would you like to look around more to find a proper way up? Or do you just want to go full primal monkey mercy climb your way up oh, and then take a look that. around okay so let's do you can do either your athletics with fortune or your perception check with fortune mm, fuck okay so we'll do athletics with fortune and then just a perception check uh, 29 yeah that is easy enough felix as you're playing you hear like an immense rustling of leaves like, you're wondering if, like, a bunch of, like, a flock of birds just came... No, you just see monkey, like, Tarzan Mercy going through, and you swing yourself <laughs> up. Uh, now make your perception check. Oh, wow, that's shitty. Uh, 17. 17. That'll do. That'll do. It's fine. Um... You see flying atop, you know, one of the tree canopies, the, the, the very top of the trees, um, using, like, uh, little toothpicks as utensils, as if it was, like, a fork. And these little, like, droppers, you know, like the droplets that you would use for, like, eye drops or, like, you know, to add, like, liquid to your vape. Um, judging by the smell filled with alcohol, but... These little drops are probably all they need to start feeling it. You see a group of pixies sitting around an acorn table. Um, hello? You see, Im immediately as you approach and say hello, one of the female ones with like a Naruto-type headband, uh, dressed fully in black. Um... Do you have an appointment or a reservation? Uh, no, I'm actually here to grab Dan because we found the actual person that took the dust. Yeah, that's Dan. Yeah, I came to get him. He's not here. He's down there. But you guys are the ones that locked him up, so I need him to be unlocked. Why would we do that? Because we found the actual person that did it, so he's Dan. innocent. Are you not listening? I think we've met a impasse. Okay, let me repeat myself. Mm -hmm. I came to get Dan. He's down there. Shh. Because he is innocent. Because oh. my partner and I... Debatable. Shh. <laughs> found the actual culprit. I have already returned some of the supplies to Melton. He is... So you're saying you have proof? Yes! Where is he? Present it, please. The bitch ran away. Melton already has his stuff. Go talk to him. You want me to go talk to him? It is your job, isn't it? No. 
then why do if it's not your job then <laughs> Mercy has met her match. Okay. In the form of like a five inch little fairy. <laughs> it is your job because you're the one that arrested Dan. Since you arrested Dan, it is your job to go see why he is innocent. Perhaps, so do your job. Perhaps you need a word with Rex. That's what I think. Do you want to talk to my boss? No, just fucking get Dan out because we already have the proof. Does it look like I'm a key bitch? Can I just break the door then? No. Then go get the key. That's why key I offered bitch. for you to talk to my boss because Rex has it. How about you explain this to Rex, to somebody who cares? Because I don't. Then why do you act like you care? Flies away. I just seem like she's fairies. Fairies. Normally this bitchy. Well, th these are pixies. Uh, you imagine Same difference. You imagine not. You imagine not. They're small and annoying. <laughs> and uh, you seem to be getting like signaled in by one of the males. Oh boy. Well, you're outside. You don't go in anywhere. You just. You walk. just said signal in! You fuck. Yeah, signal to. Yes, honey, I get it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you begin to approach, you see. Uh, a, a male, um, he seems to be wearing like a, a three-piece suit and has like these wooden shoes that like curl up on the ends. What are you saying? You better than me? Where the fuck did you get that are you idea? you better than me? I'm here to get Dan. Can you go release him, please? As I explained it to your little snobby friend. Dan is innocent. We have the proof. Melton has his stuff returned to him. He is very snappy. You're right. Thank you. Can we get Dan out of there since he is innocent? You think I measure my penis in centimeters or something? I don't know. Do you? <coughs> That's none of your business. <coughs> then why'd you bring it up? I've got feelings too, you know. Well, you shouldn't have brought up the size of your penis. Can we get Dan out now? I don't know. Can I stab people whenever I want? I don't know. You tell me. I mean, last time I tried, I worked for Dan. It's much smaller. It's almost like a carrot. I, I... Yeah, can we... Go get Dan, please? No. Why? <laughs> oh my god, he starts smoking. Yeah. Can you like just pluck it out of his hands? I mean, right now you're not really proving that you are better than me, but. She says she's better than me, and you can see like a bunch of the little ones supporting like a high school quarterback. You think you're better than him? <laughs> just like all of these fairies start swarming, all these pixies just. I, I never said I was wall. better than them. He's the one that brought it up. Now, the point that I was here, let's get Dan out. We want our equal share green root if you want to know. Green root? What? Where we fucking are. I'm not in charge of the fucking town. Bring it up to the mayor, whoever runs this place. Then bring it up to Dan! He's real Wait. You locked up the... <laughs> yeah, we run this bitch now, and you want us to let him out? 
And I'm ready to walk out and just like rip that door open. <laughs> so I'm just no more mushrooms being better than me. No more dandelions being better than me. No one better than Rex. Then how about you act like a decent uh pixie? And choose your words carefully, rock lady. <laughs> Get along with the townspeople now. Can like they you know, all think they're better than me? Have you asked them why? I mean, yeah, maybe you're being rude to them and they just don't want to. Do I see? Do I see? He's not rude, and you can just see like another no, sixteen. You're rude. I'm a rude person. I can tell someone that is exactly like me. You are rude. So what you're saying is, I'm nice. I'll be better than them. Why do you want to be better than everybody Because no else? one's better than me. Okay, I could give a shit. Can we, you know, get Dan out so you guys can talk this out? You can see they all, like, huddle up. After, like, 30 seconds, only, like, half of them, like, peek their head up. Look back at you. They go back in their huddle. Under one condition. You teach us. Or be nice, so we can be better than them. I'll ask my friend to teach you that, because I'm not a very nice person. And then we'll be better than them. Ask my friend. Deal. Do <laughs> you see? They all just scatter <laughs> down, and no key necessary. It seems as they are like conjoining together that it's like one part, one part, one part, one part. That it takes a group of them to manifest hmm. to. Swing open uh, the Punjabi prison. Runs the town and he's fucking locked up. Jesus. Why do you think the rooks wanted him locked up in the first place? This was a frame job. <laughs> you see, as he exits, you can see the group of fairies start like patting him on the back. You know what, Dan? You're a great guy. You did a good job. Yeah, yeah. And they just like are like working him up, and you see he's just like taking it back, and all the fairies are just like <sighs> scatter up. What did you do? Um, I told them that my friend would teach him how to be nice. They're they're not nice. Yeah, I know. They're assholes. You know what? Uh, if I can they, only word if this. they at least be nice to the townspeople, maybe you guys won't yeah, be running so many issues. With I them. can only word this one way. Did you tell him that you're better than him? No. Okay, good. That's a good start. You probably yeah. won't. He kept bringing it up, dying. but he does that. Oh yeah, I know. I noticed. And now they're just. They're nuts. idiots. They're, they're dumbasses. You know, we've all known each other a long time, and every pass at reasoning, it seemed as if he believed I was telling him that I was better than him. I don't know what that quite means. Did you ask him? I, I tried, and it seemed as if a, a little army would always be backing him. Yeah, I noticed. I think they just need help with communicating better. Dumb fucking... Anyways, um, we good? I'm good. I'm gonna go down and drink. I'm gonna go downstairs and go down towards Felix. <laughs> um, 
lastly, before we depart, thank you. And uh, why are they? And you see that swarm. Oh my god. Going towards the wonderful music being played. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my friend that um, I promised them that I'd he's, teach him how to be out. nice. What? I'm not a nice person, so stick so them with someone you're that's telling nice. Me the rooks are. The, the new leadership of the rooks is <laughs> a guitar playing rat. Why not? He's nice. Is that what you're telling me? I mean, he could be. He's a nice dude. This so town, maybe you'll teach him nice things. This town is a headache. I hate it here. Yeah, I don't I will defend you. it with my life. But I hate it. Oh, did you know you had a hag here the whole time? No. I'll explain what just all happened to me and Felix with running into... You can into see, me. like, some of his, like, little petals are, like, flying off his head in, like, disbelief, like... It's almost like he's just, like, short-circuiting, like, a little bit of drool. I feel like a lot of... The... You know, we built... This place existed because of her. Mm-hmm. She pretty much used you guys for, like, a disguise. That's what hags do. That makes a lot of sense. Has, have you seen my dispelling stone, by the way? It's like a shiny rock. Did I see him take it? Yeah. I don't think I'd, oh, okay. I think so. But it was used. It was not. Oh, it wasn't? No. Oh, I thought it was the used one that he found. No, he found the... Oh, the actual well, one. Well, technically Felix found both. <laughs> it's just now he has the actual one. Because uh. this one is unused. Do I know that yeah. I know everything? Probably. Now? Okay. Yeah, my friend has it. Great. Uh, the guitar playing rat. Of yes. Course. Of course. This is just great. Okay. You know what? A drink is necessary. Do I hear that he's out? You see Mercy and him descending from one of the ladders, and you can see from one of the... Uh, because, you know, the, basically, everything around this town is almost like engraved, you know, like the hills have been excavated for elven families and stuff to live in them. You know, there's that treehouse community up higher up. Um, also, the elderly, centuries old, you know, 50 foot in diameter trees have been engraved doors, hinges that it seems... With Dan's freedom, uh, out comes about a dozen more dandelions that we're not sure how safe the town would be without leadership. Uh, come like patting Dan on the back, welcoming him back in. He tapes his little sunflower badge that you saw and puts it nice big on it, like the center of his stalk. And you see Mercy and him approach. As I'm playing, I change a couple of notes so that he reaches into the, my pocket mm -hmm. and pulls out his stone and I hand it. Yeah, so you reach out the stone and, you know, like, as you're playing those notes, it goes from, like, soothing to, like, a more, like, heroic, because this is, you know, especially for a lot of the townspeople, you know, just the general folk that have been living here, seeing Dan free again, that he didn't suddenly become a slime ball that's stealing shit, is a big sigh of relief for everybody around here. Well, uh, guitar playing rat man, I think I... Oh, you my gratitude. So, uh, just, uh, keep doing your thing. 
and uh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, last uh, tidbit of uh, advice here. Um, are you staying with us long? Are you going to be residents? Probably just tonight. Okay. Probably the night. That's Might what, be back a few times. That's what I was going to bring up when, uh, as we're nearing, uh, when sunset generally, uh, generally leave uh, the public to us. Uh, this this place is uh, rather littered with all creatures of the night that should not show their faces during day. I do not advise for either of you to be out when night does come across. Uh, just let me and the fellow guard uh, handle whatever comes our way. Okay. Uh, don't open your door for anyone, even if they look familiar. Um, the reaches of magic here in the Fey go further than your imagination. Don't assist the cries for help. <laughs> Definitely not at night. Don't. Even I know that much. Don't believe what is in front of you. Very uncommonly will something be as it appears, certainly sometimes, and you can see motions up to the fireflies, sometimes uh, the beings around us do show some sort of things. Uh, be cautious, be careful. <laughs> Why don't you put the pictures in nighttime? Because, <laughs> you know, maybe they'll get you by those things. see his eyes widen, <laughs> and then the... Self-control takes back over of, that's brilliant, but I can't. Do you want to be part of this town? Do you got to put their work in? Which, as you're concluding your conversation with Dan, a swarm of pixies <laughs> right. begins massaging Felix's shoulders. Um, a bunch of the female ones seem to be combing through your rat hair. Um, Maybe you should give them a bath. You, you see this process is happening. That uh, Felix <laughs> unintentionally seems to have, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, become king of the pixies. So, I can explain all this. You got five seconds to explain <laughs> this, Mercy. <laughs> to get Tan out, I promised that you would teach the fairies how to be nice. Pixies. Pixies. <clears throat> I look at the one with the fancy shoes and simply ask, is Yeah, that's true? Rex. That's Rex, okay. Yeah. Rex. You, you're better than me. No, we're equal. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you can see he's just, he's doubting how to... Do basic addition. It is the greatest of compliments. We are equal. Yes, that's why I recommended you to him. See? Nice dude. Yes. He might her? What's Not her? so much. She, she. Hey! We're better than her. You don't go calling others idiots, dumbasses. Oh, yeah, I can't really. We yeah. don't go burning people alive. That wasn't... Uh, we don't go destroying villagers. 
I told you I wasn't a very nice person. She's telling the truth on that one. But she is a great friend. See? I'm at least that. But she is a pain in the ass, too. But she is a friend. I can't disagree with that. I'm just Ah! And you can see the sun begins setting oh. behind the hills. Should we go to Pixies bed? fly up. Uh, you see elves, everyone swarming into their homes. I'm heading into the room with our name on it. Yep. Yeah, so you guys both uh, retreat into your rooms. Uh, just taking a look out the window, you can see everyone just, you know, as quickly as possible getting into their doors. Some already, you know, candle lit that they were staying in for the day or they just decided to bed down a little bit early. Um, would you guys like to long rest simultaneously or in shifts? Before doing any of that, I play a tune that mm -hmm. summons vines, mm -hmm. grabs the door handle, mm -hmm. roots it so yep. the door can't be opened, okay, so and, like rooted to the ground. Yep, and the windows mm -hmm. get kind of like barricaded. barricaded. Yeah. So you can see out, but it's comfortably uh, barred. Like a peephole? Yeah. And I play it so that the only time those vines will come down mm -hmm. is once the sun gets through. Yeah, yeah, when dawn comes yes. around. Okay, so we'll say uh, Felix plays you some uh, nursery rhyme type <laughs> things to sleep. My bed, Betty yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. you know, as you're working through all these, you know. Hush, little <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could put that on it, but we would in trouble. Um, that, you know, especially with all this new magic, you know, using these thorns and tangle foot cantrips and all this stuff, you know, it's, it's pretty new to you. So it's taking a while for, you know, the vines and all the brambles and everything to work the way that you want it to. Um, that Mercy, uh, you can take your long rest benefits, you know, your max hit points, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Felix, can we, we'll call it a, let's do nature or perception, whichever one is higher. Just, you know, making sure that no uh, creepy crawlies are coming at you throughout the night. My hand got stuck. What was? Nature or perception. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Very good. So, you know, uh, the, the the first couple of hours is essentially you manning down your guys' chamber for the night, right? Because, you know, this is a lot of new magic, new cantrips that you're casting. You know, it's if anything, it's, it's really good practice. So when you were to get in combat and fight something, you know that all these spells will work. You're getting used to how they work. And uh, about that three and a half, four hour in mark, uh, not only are you also getting a little drowsy, but you're kind of getting sick of playing. <laughs> you know, this is like your third time today. You, you've probably got like six hours under your belt that, you know, you finally have all the thorns, uh, all the brambles, uh, all the vines, everything outside comfortably set. Um, you feel pretty good going into like this last hour before you wake up mercy so then you can bed down for the evening and you do see um not miles away or anything like that maybe just two three hundred feet there does seem to be light coming towards green route not just towards you but towards the town and it's not 
sunlight. You know, it's not like a bunch of time went past. It's it's reminiscent of fire, like a torch. You see, after a few moments, like these blimps start popping up of four, five, six more. And as they begin approaching Green Root, begin approaching the town, you know, coming closer and closer, what was a few hundred feet becomes 120 feet. Uh, you see that it isn't just singular for five, maybe six beams of light. You see that they're actually separated. It's almost like you're seeing four or five for one. So what should be five or six torches seems to be 25 or 30 condensed close together. You see various dandelions putting up shields, making like a horizontal barricade. And when they reach, when these, you know, weird gatherings of light reach about 50 feet away from the dandelions, you see them actually drop their shields and just kind of wave each other off and dissipate into the town, you know, back to like their post. It's almost like they're allowing whatever this is to enter and you know it's probably getting close to like 11 now you know you're just watching this transpire it's hard to you know kind of believe what's before your eyes and you actually see a window open from somebody's home and one of the little like elven kids you know the, there were like those two elf kids with like butterfly wings you see one of them actually fly out he's wearing like his little pajamas and everything goes up to it and then seems to fly back home with a light. It's like he flew up to a torch, took a torch and came back home. It's really catching you off guard and as you see all, all of this light begin passing by, you you know get your little rat face right up to the window the kind, kind of pouches are like smirked up. It's almost like Alvin and the chipmunks right up against the window and what seemed to just be like almost like floating torches you see are these slouched sharp chinned figures they're humanoid ish you know they have limbs torso legs but they seem to always have this slouch to them their skin is like completely entirely charred you know ash black but you see cracks in it you know, these lines and scars of almost like a mercy magma on her arm, that they seem to just be dissipating this. And as a few pass by, one sees you in the window and raises up its hand, and you see that they have fingers, but where fingernails should be are bouts of wax. It's like its tips of its fingers are five candles. Hmm. Up to the window. I open the window and I take one. You can see one finger goes down. And they just keep marching. I close the window and I put the candle. Yeah, you close the window. You have a candle, wax candle in your hand. All the vines and everything regather. You see a couple of people open their doors also taking candles, and they just seem to march through the forest. They're the night keep. Get it? <laughs> oh my god. The, the Pathfinder players do know what I just did. 
Oh, okay. Th this wasn't something I pulled out of my ass or made up. This was uh, w one of the welcoming new creatures to hmm. surprise the both of you. That, uh, that I mean, I saw them. They're like nothing I've ever seen in previous and other games. I took a look at their alignment and, huh, started reading and I really liked them. As you put this candle down, you give a stretch. Would you like to wake up Mercy? Is there anything else you'd like to do? Wake her up and go to bed. Felix takes you awake. I'm coming. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you get a wet willy after five, six hours of rest, and as Felix begins bedding down for the night, there's a candle on the nightstand. What's with the candle? Hmm. Magic candle creature. <laughs> he just passes right out. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to do with your five-ish hours of watch? One. Um. No, I'm just gonna sit there and just read. Yeah, you just start going through your. Uh, well, sure. F first of all, let's do a perception check. Um, you know, just, you know, staring out the window, you know, you go through a couple pages, look up, go through a couple pages, look up. Oh my god, I am rolling shitty. What am I rolling for again? Perception. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that much math. <clears throat> I'm rolling shitty, but still needs a calculator. Okay. Yeah. I'm horrible at math. Let's just, 21. Man, on a perception. You're killing me, Smalls. Um, <laughs> so your, your first couple of hours go by pretty uh, unbothered. You know, nothing noteworthy. You know, you, you are kind of scratching your head at Felix saying, Candle creature? Oh, I just call them candle people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you are just like, you know, especially your time with Edward, everywhere you've been, you've never heard of anything like this. Um but you also haven't been in the type of fae that I perceive, that this is a very George-based fae, um, that you're kind of getting the kitchen sink thrown at you here. Um, that, you know, th those first two hours, you know, comfortably, you know, you're just reading. You, you are a, a little tired, but you're sure when morning comes around, you get some coffee in you, <laughs> that you'll begin feeling better. And then that fourth hour comes by. And, you know, you do see from time to time what does appear to be some sort of uh, older, elderly, uh, silver-haired, elven woman in just a blank white nightgown. You know, like my mom wears, mm -hmm. you know, those like between your knees and shoulders, I mean, knees and shoulders, knees and ankles, um, knock on people's doors, no answer. Knock on people's windows, no answer. And you you swear from you know just hearing it, just the audio. Okay, five doors, four doors. She she's like three doors away, and then you see this this flash and this giant just elven nose, almost bird like, come up to your window. This long, like, probably a two-foot-long finger with an even longer fingernail point to your doorknob. No, go away. 
That same flash dissipating. Fucking creepy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As that flash dissipates, you know, you're a bit bothered for like the next 10 minutes. You know, you like keep looking up, but you know, nothing's there. Um, it's in this final hour that you just hear some rustling, you know, maybe somebody woke up in the middle of the night. Maybe, you know, there's like, you know, a pissed off toddler, something like that. Um, after the rustling begins to, it's like, it's picking up pace. It's like, it's getting louder or closer to you. And, you know, you're just kind of, what was two or three pages at a time and then peering through the window becomes a paragraph at a time and lo looking out the window and on one of your final checks you see a few dandelion bodies just go flying and heavy heavy almost bull like speed and sound nearing and bashing at your door which is where we'll pick up next session well, shit. Okay. So that was for a perception check that did not work out very well. Fucking old creepy lady. <laughs> <laughs> and we will pick up right there next week with whatever creature, monster, whatever seems to be trying to not only gain entry into Felix and Mercy's chamber, but seems to also be rampaging through the local guard. We will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye.